Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion, the only sneaker podcast with illegal fireworks on this side of the Mississippi. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your root and tootin' co-host, Tanner Yoke. That's right, we got the fireworks because it's New Year's Eve, if I did the math correctly by the time this episode comes out. So, hope everyone is having uh, just a great time out there, uh, celebrating responsibly. Let me tell you what, don't be driving tonight if you're not able to, you know? Come on, don't be stupid now, all right? Smart people get a designated driver. If you're really cool and you want to kiss the ladies and the fellows underneath the bleachers, you got yourself a designated driver tonight. That's the only way to do it. Bye. Weird tangent to start off with, but let's get into why we're here today. (laughs) It is part two of our 2021 Sneaker of the Year episode. An episode so big it had to be broken into two episodes. Mm, Just Uh, like a butt cheek. If <laughs> that's exactly how that works, uh, if you didn't catch part one that came out last week, I would recommend going back and listening to it. In that episode, we covered uh, our most overhyped, our most slept on, our most innovative, and our best collaboration. Ooh. It got spicy to say that Tanner came out swinging in the first half. I really first did. Quarter. <laughs> yeah, literally first seconds of the yeah. of the. Of the rolling, I I said I'm, I'm I'll go for knockout hits over here, over here. Exactly, and you held no punches, and I res- I respect you for that. So you, if we can't duke you. it out, what's the point of this? You know, eh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And look at us now. Came back for part two, so it clearly wasn't that bad. We're here to go was, back in. The, well, we're here to I go back in the rig again and figure out if we're going to end up That's dancing true. again tonight. Uh. To that point, I guess it's worth reiterating for everyone that didn't catch the last episode, Tanner and I do not know each other's list. Uh, We have a shared Google Doc where throughout the year we keep track of the notable releases and kind of somewhat categorize them, but we don't know each other's actual list. Um, Instead of doing one top 10 list that we both agree on, we break the whole year down into several categories. Uh, The categories for this episode are going to be Best Retro, that shoe that was previously released to be reintroduced and re-released this year. Favorite shoe you personally got this year, which I think is Love. just, you know, that's just a good one. It, it has nothing to do with what came out this year. It's just whatever yeah. you got this year. Um, the, you know, the kid we're going to pick on, worst sneaker slash biggest disappointment, Ooh. which I think in years past we've kind of combined the two, but this year it's free yeah. game. And then finally, each of us will give you our top three sneakers of the year to release this year. Mm. Can't wait. What was it like for you? you know, compiling your list for this episode compared to last episode. Was it easier? Was it harder? Uh, the This one was a little bit easier. Categories were a little bit easier, except for the top three. Top three, obviously, is always going to give you the little extra kick of difficulty. Right. But I feel like the, the categories were a little bit easier. There weren't a ton, a ton of retros. Um, favorite shoe for me was pretty easy. I think I maybe picked up two. So, you know. New dad on the on on the on the game was light. Uh, worst sneaker was just all. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a side note here, somewhat related but not. You know, a lot of the other big uh, podcasts, shoe tubers, media brands have been coming out with their end of the year lists and everything like that. Something I've just noticed. It kind of seems across the board from a lot of them. A lot of people leaving the Pata Air Max One off their list. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's you included or not. I, you know, we'll get there when we get to our top three. But we'll get there when we get I didn't. There. I didn't know where else in the episode to shoehorn this weird bit in. But I was like, Fair it's enough. just something I noticed between the last one and this one. Uh huh. Okay. Very interesting. Take that for what you will. But 
Okay. Let's, you know, enough, enough tiptoeing. Let's go ahead. Let's get into the ring here. Right. Best retro Tanner. What was your favorite shoe to be re-released <sighs> this year? Give me your honorable mention as well. So honorable mention, honestly, is uh, it is a shoe that I wish I, I could pull off, but I just feel like I can't wear. But also, I just loved the excitement for it. Uh, simply my rudder up this year for best retro was the cool gray Jordan 11. Ooh. Um, I think it's a great looking shoe. I think it's very clean. I can't wait. I feel like I don't maybe have the fashion, the aesthetic. I don't know. I feel like 11s just don't look like I want I them that. to look on me, but I love when other people wear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the excitement, like, you know, uh, the excitement of everybody with the Jordan 11s this this holiday season coming out. I thought it was just really great. Uh, and it made me very excited to see everybody. So I thought a very good honorable mention. I'm not a big Jordan 11 fan either. But if, if yeah. I understood correctly, a lot of the excitement about these was that it was the first time since was it like 2001 or 2010 it's been a long time it's been a while since they did this retro in is this the high cut they did this year instead of the low so i know it's been a while and that's a lot of the hype around these because at first i was like cool gray 11s i was like that's cool but i was like but i feel like these came out recently i've seen these at the mall a lot but i guess i'm remembering not being such a jordan 11 fan the the low and the high i I just kind of see them as the same yeah, so it just looked really great. The excitement was just too perfect. So truly, that uh, the internet's love for this retro made it my runner up. That's uh, a good but answer. My personal winner of of best retro, best retro this year was the Air Max ninety Bacon's. Uh, Ooh, I mean, they just it just uh, again. Um, Nike let these sit for a long time. The love came back. The quality of the shoe is amazing. It looks great on foot. Um, both sneaker enthusiasts, both people who aren't interested in shoes can appreciate it. You know, I've worn it and got compliments from all sides of uh, all sides of the the feet admire admirers, maybe. Yeah, admirers will take it. OK, uh, Patreon only for uh, <laughs> naked shoe picks. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's just that's well, feet picks. That seemed that's weird. <laughs> that seemed weird in in context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got um, that. We got legal's gonna write it off. It's okay. Okay, perfect, perfect. But yeah, I thought the bacon Air Max was just. I thought it was great. I thought Dave Quality Meats, you know, that came out, you know, treated us. I wasn't um, as excited as my co-host um, for this one, but boy howdy, let me tell you what. The moment I saw these things in person, I was like, gotta have them. Yeah, I gotta yeah, try sure. my best to get these, um, and I'm I was very uh, blessed up this should, year. Should we tell that story real quick of the first time we saw? It? I don't know if we've ever actually told that story, gone in depth with it. Yeah, yeah. So it was when we were interviewing uh, Blaine from Sneaker Politics, which yep. if you haven't checked out that episode, definitely go back and and check it out. But we recorded the interview in March of this year. It must have been March. Because they were getting the shop ready for Air Max Day, which happens in March. Yeah. Um, and so this was the second location in New Orleans, which at that time they didn't have open as regularly as they do now. It was more so just special events. But they had sitting on the shelves in there. It was the Bacon Air Max 90s and the Kim Jones Air Max 95s, if I remember correctly, that were coming out. Um but we were setting up for the interview and everything. And you know what it's like? You see it, but you're trying to play cool because also, you know, you got the interview cut. You're not trying to nerd out too much. You're like, oh, okay, okay, oh, yeah. whatever, sure. 
so we're setting up. I think Blaine left to grab breakfast or brunch with his family. Yeah. And he just left us in the shop for a little while by ourselves. (laughs) As soon as he left, we're like running over to the shelf and picking them up. And we're like, (laughs) I'm going to need these. These are going to be something that I need to get this year. Yeah. It was, it was very fun to be able to see them in hand a little bit early. Uh, to kind of have that geek out moment. But yeah, I, as soon as I was able to see them in person to hold them, I was like, holy cow. Okay, I get the hype. This is for sure. This is pretty amazing. For sure. Good shoe. Good shoe. I'd say that's a respectable yeah. list. Okay, fair enough. Well, so, you know, if you've got some respect for my list, let's see how respectable yours is. Let me <laughs> let me hear your You say mention. respect, but let me see if you actually yeah. exhibit it here. Okay, that's exactly. fair enough. My honorable mention for best retro on my end is going to be the Clot and Nike Kiss of Death Air Max 1. Okay. Um, not something that I wanted to get and wear. That transparent toe is just not my thing at all. Um, they came out with a second colorway of these in like a darker brown that I liked more than the original colorway. Let's say good colors on this one. The, good colors all around, though. I mean, the uh, there's like a Yeezy sample one, whatever the red one was. Not my favorite thing, but yeah. uh, the other two I really enjoyed. And again, I, f- I feel like it's kind of appropriate in that, like, it's your cool gray 11 and that it's like, I didn't want it. I didn't want to get yeah. it to wear it, but like, I can very much respect it and appreciate it for what it is. You know, something that came out so long ago. And I think that's one that, you know, probably most people would have never expected to have a re-release at any point, you know? Yeah. And here it is. If I remember correctly, the original pairs did not have the vent holes in the toe box and these did, which is like a great detail for a retro you know so i guess some like old heads might argue that it's not true to form it's not one-to-one but i think like improving on it and like making it somewhat more functional without changing it that much is you know that's fair game that seems like a smart move to me let's not be a realist elitist here and be like like, your feet don't sweat like mine you didn't exactly come on let's not pretend your feet don't sweat i've seen the fog around the top of that thing roll the windows down would you Please. But I think you'll be pleased to know oh? that my best retro of the year would also be the Bacon Air Max hey. 90s. I think, like, it's just such a good re-release based on, like, the lore of the original release of the Bacon Air Max 90s. A shoe that, like, I think for so long, you know, obviously up until this year, people would have thought unattainable. You know, that'd be grail yeah. status. And I'm sure the original is still for a lot of people, but, like... I think it's good of them to take something that is grail status and every now and then be like, you know what? Everyone can get it if they want it. And this one was like, truly like if you wanted to get it, you could, there was a lot of pairs of these. Uh, They did multiple releases on the sneakers app. Um, I don't know if I should be saying this. I was fortunate enough to hit on two pairs, but was able to get you a pair. So, you know, that's how it worked out. Well, um, and I loved all the special packaging they did. I don't know if every box came with it, but, you know, the special laces that came in the shrink oh, wrap the packaging little, to look uh, like so cute. laces, the uh, the oh, special tote you. bag that looks like, you know, a butcher's apron on it. Just come on. Yeah, I don't know. Did, I loved all the details, well. loved all the details all around like these. And, you know, cherry on top, I would say to your point is like, can wear these to the office and you're going to get a lot of compliments from people who don't even know what they are, you know? Exactly. Uh such a, such a good shoe. I had some other ones on the list, uh, you know, without getting into mile-long honorable mention okay. territory. All but right, okay. Light, Lightning Jordan 4, I think, worth saying as well, that that okay. one people okay. have been asking for for a while. They had been, Finally yeah. came back yeah. out. 
So that's a lot of yellow. Okay. Civil best retro. I think a civil I start so. to the I episode so. here. I think so. Let's move on to the sentimental section. Ooh. Favorite shoe you got this year, you know, and give me an honorable mention as well. But what, you know, gave you the warm fuzzies on the inside more than anything else? I'm just going to go ahead and just my favorite shoe that I've got this year. I'm just going to go just in with it. Uh, Yeah. Favorite shoe I got this year was my Gundam Dunks. Wow. Uh, Again. Back again. Back again. Because I think these are top of your category for big hitters. Yeah. I'm telling you. Someone call Mattel. Someone get Bondi on the phone right now. When I when I saw them, I knew that I was gonna really like them. Um, I didn't think I would like the white pair as much, mm-hmm. um, but uh, again, from the unboxing that you had done, just seeing them, I was like, "Wow, these are insane!" Uh, seeing them in hand, um, again, got blessed by my beautiful co-host Ryan again, um, and then having these, I've worn these a lot. Um, you know, had different laces on them. I'm, I, f- I found out I'm a re- I like the red laces. Um, That's good. Thought I would the, thought I would like the green, but like the, the green red, like, contrast was really nice. But I get it. It was, but I like the red. It's a little bit of an infrared, okay. and uh, I surprisingly like that the laces aren't the same red as the shoe. Normally, I don't okay. like that. Okay, but I like that on these. Um, a little variety could be, you know, kind of, you know, gave me the nostalgia of watching, you know, Gundam kind of growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh. But, I mean, just a really good-looking shoe. I'm not a big fan of white, like a mainly white shoe. But, yeah. you know, then this one came along, and uh, it's just great. And then the fact that I'm able to rock a a dunk, whether it be a high or whatever it is, in 2021 is, uh, is pretty awesome. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, that's probably my biggest complimented shoe that I've gotten. It's a good um, one. Is is that one? They love the you know the sick ass Nike swoosh on there. So are you yeah, rocking the, the, the are you rocking the yellow swooshes or the gold swooshes? Oh, I went gold, baby. Went okay, gold. a little mismatch. Yeah. Okay, hey, if it, it's the number one in my heart, so I'll put the gold on it. Oh, <laughs> poetry. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what about you? What about you, Mister? I'm assuming since you 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 presented, you know, the honorable mention. You must have an honorable mention for you. I do. I do. It would be sacrilegious of me after last year to have no honorable mentions. Fair enough. Fair enough. To go from the extreme of having 10 to just one was already enough. But to none, the people would be doing wellness checks on me if I had none. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I think every year since we've started this podcast, I've got less shoes each year. Um, And I still got, you know, a fair amount of shoes this year, but I think still less than last year. So, um, I thought this year was kind of easier to come up with my favorites. My honorable mention, um, and I'd say probably has been since the beginning of the year when I picked them up, the ACG Mountain Fly Gore-Texes. Uh, oh, yeah. Just that thick, chonky one with, like, the brown and the black and the it little good, bit of though. accent of pink. It's just, you know, there was a uh, one of the meme accounts on Instagram posted not that long ago, uh, you know, man decides to base his whole personality around new hobby of two months. And I was yeah. like, that's me with ACG. That's me with <laughs> ACG of like buys five ACG items. It's like, I love outdoors. I haven't been since I was a Cub Scout, but like, boy, I'm, I'm sure I would. I'm basically a hiker. Uh, I like to wear these anytime it drizzles outside that, uh, you know, keeps my feet nice and secure and warm. But homie just waiting for an overcast day. <laughs> I'll tell you what I love. But these are so comfortable as well. That foam is 
thick. It's you know, it's thick. they I'll are probably very look, comfortable. I'm probably looking a little bit taller too when I wear them, but I, I don't help now. Come on, it, now. It, it hurt. <laughs> Uh, but my favorite shoe that I picked up this year for me has to be my light bone fear of God ones. Ooh, mm. I do really love, I picked up the black ones as well. Cause after I had the white ones, I was like, I need the black ones. I can't no, have I mean, the white ones and not the black ones. looks uh, weird on a shelf by itself. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shelf candy is this? You know? Um, <laughs> but as, as much as I like the black ones and I wear them more and I think they're easier to, you know, get on and off my foot, the light bone ones I picked up from round two the day after I got engaged. So to me, it's a oh, very sentimental shoe and yeah. it's very, you know, every time I see them, I think of that moment, which is probably why, like, I won't let go of them anytime soon. That's for sure. Uh, it very much for me was like, a well, she just got a rig. I deserve a shoe. And then after hey, I bought on. it, I was like, but I paid for both. And I was like, hey, come on. Don't matter. Don't matter. Don't listen to that. But, but, I, got to to that voice. but I got to keep these. Listen, so, you listen know. to the first voice. But you got something. You deserve something. You're like, yeah, you're yeah. right. So I think for sentimental reasons, that would be my favorite shoe that I've picked up this year. You know, always going to make me think of that memory. And that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, wait. Let me add one more thing to that. The go best ahead. thing about picking them up was that I didn't go up there planning to pick them up. So then it was like. We got engaged on a Saturday. I think I was flying back the Sunday night, and I'd flown Houston up there to take pictures. Me, Houston, and Amanda back at her family's house trying to figure out how between me and Houston's luggage we were going to get this pair of shoes back home. So I think I took the shoes with me. Houston was a real real friend of the show and took the box back home with him because there you go. that Fear of God box is big, and it does not pack flat like you know a normal it is, Nike it box. It is a large box. But bad. Uh, all right, good times. <laughs> moving from good times let's move into quite literally the worst of bad times Ooh, yeah yeah worst yeah. sneaker slash biggest disappointment and we kind of okay. do it that way because you know the shoe might not be like an objectively or i guess subjectively in your opinion bad shoe but you might be yeah. like i it could have been more it could have done better could have done know, whether better. it's from yeah. the details of the shoe itself the release just whatever happened behind it so tanner yeah. with with all that being said what was your, you know, give me first your runner-up, obviously, your honorable mention, worst sneaker, biggest disappointment. Gotcha. My honorable mention, my runner-up for worst sneaker in the year 2021 is the Swarovski Nike Air Force <laughs> One. It is wow. just terrible. <laughs> What's funny is that I forgot to put those on the Google Doc, but the second you said it, I was like, that's one that should have been on the Google Doc. Yeah. It was just awful. I mean, one, I mean, it just keeps perpetuating and glorifying this whole, you know, culture of literally just like just spending, just over zooming wealth of literally being like, I've got diamonds on my shoes for no, right. no real reason. Yeah. Honestly, I mean the netting that it is, it does kind of look cool. I will give them that. Um but it just was I don't know. I'm just like it it doesn't you didn't do anything. Like mm-hmm. you could have gone to me, why not go over the over the top? You know, if you're going in this whole sneaker culture and hip hop culture kind of married and and a big popular thing that people do in cultures is just 
throwing, you know, $20,000 worth of diamonds onto, you know, go all the way. Or something like that. So to me, it's like, just make the whole shoe diamonds. Like, yeah. just go crazy and only make like four pairs. Like Carve whatever. a shoe out of a diamond, you know? Why not? If you're a real one. Why not? Yeah. You've got the money. Um, but I will say it did come with a really cool screwdriver and I do want the <laughs> screwdriver. I don't know how I Peter just has the eBay this. search set up right now. He's getting notifications yeah. if one gets listed. I just want the screwdriver. Um, <laughs> but I just thought it was just such a lame shoe. And that like, yeah, I don't know, like on an air force one, I, it just was, it just was meh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was my, my runner up and my, Number one, worst sneaker this year. It, it it hurts me that they did this to my boy. My boy. But they threw pad leather on the bread. <laughs> and I'm not okay. And I am not okay. I Why? Why do they keep doing this? They did it with the shattered backboards. Yeah. Okay, but at least, at least with this one, it's not the crinkled leather. You know, it's not the crinkled yeah. pad leather. Yeah. But... They were like, mm, so you, we hear the internet really wants, <laughs> I've heard rumbles that you, you guys. some bread ones. Yeah. And the internet's like, yes, Nike. Yes, Mr. Jordan, please. Yeah. And they're like, all pad leather. We're like, God, <laughs> dang it. That's not what, I, it's, Nike is like a genie that you have to be very specific with your wishes for, you know? Yeah. And here's the thing, though. I feel like it's like one of those things where it's like, if you don't buy it, then Nike goes, guess you don't want bread ones, and they <laughs> don't make it again. So you got to buy it. I don't hate the people who bought this one, at least, because I'm like, you took one for the team. You deserve <laughs> you took that one. the golden ticket for when the bread Jordan ones come. I, I yeah. agree. You you paid your dues. <laughs> it's a punishment, basically. It, it but really it's like is. you have to take it. Yeah, it's a buyout. Yeah. yeah, Nike's like, if you don't buy them, we're going to never do we're it. We're going to think you don't want them. That's hilarious. So, you know, people had to do what they had to do, and I respect them for it. Okay. There you, I can't be mad at anyone that picks up a pair of these. There you go. Exactly. So, Ryan, what, what made you just shudder with disappointment? <laughs> this was the first year since we've done this episode where I actually have one that's a worst sneaker and one that's a biggest disappointment. Normally, I'm like, I could take it and do it either way. But this year, it's like there are very clear lines in my head going on here. Yeah. Um. So I will tell you my honorable mention, which is a worst sneaker. And that's the Kerwin Frost at Adidas Forum High Human Chives. Oh, I, I forgot about that. That is a Human worst. Chives? That is the worst sneaker to come out this year. I don't care if you incorporate, you know, the uh, the Trophy Room Jordan 1s getting backdoored, any other shoe yeah. of them not having enough in, in stock, you know. That is the worst shoe to come out this year. Um I love uh, Kerwin Frost Talks. I love his series on YouTube of interviewing people. I think he's a really good interviewer. These shoes are just like the worst thing I've seen come out this year. I don't know how I could forget about that, but I surely did, man. And and it is like, that is why in my head it is very distinctly a worse sneaker. It's not a biggest disappointment because I don't really think I had expectations of, you know. Yeah. I didn't well, have time. I didn't have time to hear that Kerwin Frost was doing an Adidas before it was like, yeah. here is Kerwin Frost Adidas, you know? So, but you could say it is a disappointment because when it got released, it didn't have the wig. Yeah. What was that? So, was that friends and family only? I have no idea. I don't but, know. What. Damn supply chain. There we go. 
So could be, could be. <laughs> and then <laughs> my biggest disappointment of the year, I'm right there with you, the patent leather bread Jordan 1. Oh, there we go. Thank N- you. Nike's, Thank you. Stop. It's a, it's a genie that you have to wish very specifically Dude. with. And it's like, you know, that's not what we meant. You know that's not what we meant when we said we wanted this. Stop doing I don't know this. Who's the sick fuck over there? I don't know how just Vin Diesel chocolate. snuck in the warehouse and stitched family into the inside of this shoe. I literally haven't read any <gasps> press releases, so I don't know why the inside family. of the shoe says family. I can only imagine they're capitalizing on the Vin Diesel meme of this year, but just why? Why did you feel the need to patent leather this shoe? I hate uh, it. And I'm I'm not liking that I'm seeing shoe tubers talking about how great this shoe is. It is not. It's it's understandably no. not. And I don't like that I'm one of the people that Tanner's describing that's like, well, I'm gonna have to buy this shoe because who knows when bread ones are coming back out. Exactly. And then again, like I said, if you don't buy it, then Nike's like, well, okay, because you didn't want bread ones, because we won't do it for another seven years. You're like, God damn but it, Nike. I I the only like solace that I take in this shoe is knowing that. I could get this and wear these as my beater bread ones and keep my actual bread ones, not on ice, because they've definitely been more, but you know, like save those for what I actually want to look good and wear these yeah. to do whatever I need to do. I Very bet true. mud would rinse off of them pretty easily. Well, it's patent leather, so I would imagine I see exactly. layers and you're putting yeah. it on shoes. <sighs> I'm sorry to get so fired up there, but man, yeah. just they I'm murdered sorry. my boy. They massacred <laughs> my boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. Here it is. The end Mm. of the road. The last dab. The summit of the mountain. Top three sneakers of the year across the board. Wow. All all things considered. Given how much love you've shown one shoe, I feel like I've got a good guess as to what your sneaker of the year is. But I look forward to being surprised, potentially. I think you will be. I think you will be. Okay. Um... So do you want do you want me to just you want to give my list? Do you want to do like a I do three, you do three, two, let's do two, that. One, one? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Give me your three and then I'll give you my three. Okay. Um I think um coming in at my number three may be a bit of a shock to people. It's definitely one that has severely grown on me. And I think the internet would agree that it also has grown on them. That's the Yeezy foam runner. Ooh, okay. I okay. I um, I really like it. I think it's a good looking uh shoe, uh slipper slide. I don't really know what it, who knows anymore what it honestly goes into. But I will tell you what, some pretty decent colorways. I love kind of the smoky kind of like look that they'll do it with kind of the colorways and, yeah. and things like that. Um, they look very comfortable. Um, I don't really know what outfit I would put them with, but I will say the Easy Foam Runner. Has a hundred percent grown on me. Wow! Uh, this year, probably the biggest of any silhouette. Yeah, that's and bold. that's why and that's why I made my top three. That's bold of you to go with a silhouette that I don't believe released this year. Had colorways that came out this year, so yes, fault you there. But that is that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Hey, a lot of colorways came out this year, and that's I'll, why I'm going to go with it. That's fair. That's fair enough. We'll take it. That's an interesting yep. one. Hey. Curveball. Curveball yeah. to start off, if nothing else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My right, number Andrew. Yeah, my number three, I'm kind of struggling with this one because I've got one there that I like a lot, but like, yeah. I feel like I could be forgetting something that would go higher than this. Um, but I've got it on my outline. I'll stick with it for now. For me, it's going to be the Nike Inotra Dunk High. 
Ooh, uh, yeah. I'd probably go Orwood colorway, you know, the more white colorway, but the blue one is good too. Okay. But I remember it was like the first release of this year that I got really excited about, you know? Yeah. And it yeah, also, it, it helped, it tied in that I went to Chicago at a time where like, Notre is based out of Chicago. They had a lot of like the posters up just like outside on the wall, like the wheat paste posters up on the wall. So it like felt like very much like kind of like being in the moment so much, especially, you know, coming from Louisiana where it's like the closest you get to any of that is like, well, politics posted about it now, you know? So it was cool to like kind of be there and feel a little bit. And like, I got some of the merch from it because I couldn't get the shoes uh, and still don't have them. But like, I, I liked the general look of the shoes. I loved the materials they did on them. And I thought the story that they were telling was like a cool story. And you know, that little, that little handshake on the swoosh, just little so details good. like that. Get me so good. So get it's one of those things where it's like, that's my number three. I could see some other things kind of maybe going around that spot. But for me, that's yeah. one that I was excited about for a lot of the year. So I'll stick with it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, I agree. I think we were, we were both very, uh, very hype on that whenever it came out. Yeah, for sure. Hit me Let's with it. Number three. Silver medal. My what do you got? Silver medal for this year. Honestly, it was very funny because at the top of the hour, you had brought it up. I mm-hmm. thought you could I thought you had a program on my computer. Uh oh. Uh but my logger two is the Pata Nike Air Max one. Wow. Um uh, I just thought it was really cool. I wanted to ride the wave, both figuratively and literally. Um, I thought they had some, you know, pretty classic, you know, good, simple colorways, and just added a little, a little something, you know, that yeah. well, it wasn't too far out there, mm-hmm. but it was enough to be very different to the the silhouette that, uh, you know, you had um, on the Air Max one. So uh, I just really liked it, and again, kind of how you said with the Notras. This was one of the first ones that I had seen that I was like, I'm really hype on this. Like, this seems really cool. This is a really dope looking shoe. Um, and I was like, I want it. I didn't get it, but you know, yeah, lovey. Uh, favorite, favorite colorway to come out this year. There were four of them. Oh, what was that orange one? That was the first one that came out. The Rust Monarch. Monarch. Yes. Monarch. Ooh, man. Oof. Love that one. Love Man. that one, but then the blue one's good too because it kind of reminded one. me of my uh, my like university ones that I have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, ooh, that orange, that monarch, ooh, it's a good looking color. I like the blue one a lot. I like the black one a lot too, but I think that's just because like it's oh, very yeah. like for me, it's very safe and down the middle and very wearable. But the blue one, I thought was nice as well. I was a little bit more interested in them when some of the pictures looked like the the upper of them were a little bit. Not as bright white, but I think it was just images online and in person. Yeah. It was just such a white shoe. I was like, eh, but blue fair one. Enough, fair again, I, I really think that one missed a lot of people's list this year. I think so, um, man. Maybe with just how many of them ended up releasing and people kind of forgot about them and slept on them. But well, I don't know about slept on them, but, you know, it's a good one. I can definitely respect it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Coming over from my end, my silver medal that I've got for you here, this really, I guess, should probably come as no surprise, uh, will be the Nike and Social Status Chocolate Milk Dunk Ooh, Mids. Yeah. We talked about these a lot in our last episode in the best collaboration section, but just like the detail on these was really good. The materials, the story, all of the packaging, and all the little accoutrements that came along mm. with it. 
Plus, mm. it it never hurts a sneaker's chances on my list when it's easier to get. The easier it is to get, I'm I'm more inclined Talk about to it. put that higher on my list because I'm like, I love that they made enough for everyone that wanted wanted it yeah. to get it. You know, that's always fun. It's always fun when they're like, "Hey, y'all want to eat? I want to watch y'all eat." Like a proud grandma. Yeah, exactly. Like a proud grandma. <laughs> Nike is both the genie that you have to be very specific yeah. with and a proud grandma. It's a it's a very strange analogy here. Hey, you, look, keep it guessing. Yeah. I like these a lot though. The the uh strawberry milk colorway also very good in my opinion. I don't know if I could see myself owning both is my only issue. Uh and I don't know You're how hard much to choose, I would yeah. actually wear like the baby pink shoe. I think seventh grade Ryan, you know, black and pink checkered vans, listen to Bam Margera rocking the element tee that he bought Ooh, from Ross. Oh yeah. Probably would have been yeah. very keen on these, but I hit you know close to home. At this age, I'm like, I don't know that I'm actually just wearing pink sneakers that much. Yeah. All right. Cream of the crop, gold medal time. There can only be one for each there of us. There can only be one. And then one. we could argue, but, you know, you're one. And I think 2021 I'm, I'm, I mean, sneaker of the year. Surprise here. May surprise here. I would love it. It's going to be a retro. Okay. You should probably should know by that. Uh, but it's going to be the Bacon Air Max 90. Wow. I sneaker think of the year. Is my sneaker of the year. I just love... Uh, everything about the shoe. I mean, the quality mm. of the shoe is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of how you said um, with your number two, just the, you know, just the availability was was uh, pretty grand. You know, it was pretty uh, easy to get, um, and it was interesting because it seemed like the hype was there, and then it went away very quick. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of talk. Um, about this, which um, I was okay with, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it kind of made uh, it a little bit more special for for me to have, uh, you know, while it is a um, very sought after shoe, uh, you know, obviously, you know, with how long it had been since um, its initial release, it is always kind of nice to feel like you've got something unique, mm-hmm. you know, it's like something that like, kind of how I'd said when I talked about the retros, it's it's a shoe that if you're into sneakers, you know, and you're like, dang, that's a good look. Like, right. Like the, what you're wearing. And then for people who aren't into sneakers and don't know anything about it, they're still like, well, that's a cool looking shoe. That's a very interesting looking shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, I just, you know, the, the extra laces looking like the, you know, uh, vacuum sealed bacon, you know, just looks mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, like I said, it's just a good looking shoe. Then, you know, I guess you could also say kind of having that, uh, that moment of, you know, doing the interview with Blaine that having that moment of like being able to hold it and kind of geek out over it was also, um, very special, like in the, in the sense of, uh, it, it also, that moment is very much to me of like, wow, what we're doing is somewhat big, you know, obviously, yeah. you know, this whole podcast is not, you know, the ginormous thing. We're not making a career out of it, but it not was yet. one of those one of those moments where um, I could kind of go like, wow, we kind of have this like quote unquote early access to look at a I shoe guess in and, a little bit. Yeah. You know, and it, it was a, a small little hint of, you know, v- very much a feeling cooler than we actually are moment. Exactly. Yeah. And, and uh, so I think every time I look at that shoe, I always remember that, that day of recording with Blaine and, 
how fun it was just to be with you in Houston, and New Orleans. So yeah, yeah. I may have a little bit more of emotional ties to you got the rose colored um, glasses on. Yeah, but but again, I think even if you take those rose colored glasses off, you still look at the bacon Air Max ninety and go, that is a good freaking shoe. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you and what. Let me tell you what I respect about your list. Okay. You're putting a silhouette that didn't release this year at third place and yeah. putting quote unquote a retro in first place. That, my yeah. friend, is a chaos list. That's a I don't yeah. know how to play Yasi, but I'm rolling the dice list. And You're damn right. I love you for sticking to your guns on it. I think, damn you right. know, there's a counter argument to be had for it. I would love to hear what our listeners think of your list. And, you know, I, I guess my list as well. But. I think it's interesting. It's a bold strategy. I would almost want to argue oh, yeah. the putting a retro in the number one spot, but I don't know. I don't. I don't quite it have out. it formed in my head. I, it, it came it out did, this year. It, it did come out this year. Yeah. So you can't. Hey, that's twenty twenty one, baby. That's fair. That's fair enough. I won't disqualify it. I would say that. I would say almost every shoe has already come out. <laughs> we that would in not some have sense. a list because right. That's every enough. every shoe has come out before this year. Well, that's a good segue actually, because let me tell you then about my number one shoe of the year that has come out. Oh, and it's probably no surprise to anyone that's even listened to a lick of this podcast before. But uh, big surprise here. It's going to be the mm-hmm. Amamanier Jordan Three. Oh, if Lord. you've if you've not listened to any of our sneaker of the year episodes before, let me give you a little pro gamer tip for next year, for next year when this rolls around, whatever at the end of part one, you hear me do my best collaborations list. You can expect to hear that same list <laughs> as the top speaker <laughs> list at the end of the next episode. I love collaborations, fair. but fair. Um, I've already kind of, I think we kind of talked this shoe to death in the last episode. I will say, I just still think it's a great shoe. I love the story behind it. Again, the materials on it were really good. I see a lot of other, again, like, I mean, I've been watching a lot of other people's sneaker of the year list, of course, just because mainly trying to see if there's anything that I forgot to leave out uh, or that I, you know what I meant to say, but I see a lot of other people putting this shoe at the top of their list as well. So I'm always curious. I'm reading the comments and I think a valid counter argument that people are saying is that like, you know, sneaker of the year, but it's just a different colorway and materials on a silhouette that's been around for, you know. 30, 40 years. And that's not an invalid argument. I would say, you yeah. know, it's kind of, you know, like sure. It's a different colorway and it's different materials and there's a story that went with it. And you know, the, the quilted sock liner is different, but it is a shoe that already came out. So it's one of those things where it's got me thinking, you know, like, man, should have had, should I have had something like one of the new Yeezy silhouettes, the Salehi Benberry Crocs? Should I've had the Nike go flyies? So, you know, should, should my sneakers of the year list be really like, new new stuff new silhouettes really that came out this year yeah but then i said to myself no because i want that i'm on Jordan jordan <laughs> three it is still on my watch list i could not justify the money that it takes to buy yeah. one right now but it's it is the shoe this year that it's since it's come out i've continuously looked at how much it's reselling for to see if i can get a pair yeah i think but, i think when you put that when you put that serious of a restriction on like a top three then you're not necessarily picking what you think is the best thing that released this year. You're just saying you're trying to play by rules and appease of I the guess. newest yeah. of the newest thing. Which, which when I come out and be like, if it really if it had a release date of 2021, it doesn't matter if it's a a retro. Does because like I said, a, a Jordan three. All right, that's how it's been released. So 
your top three should have been. I was a fan of the Amaminier, but it's like that doesn't sound cool. That doesn't no. sound fun. Specifically, no. what you know? So when yeah. you try to put it in a box too much, it's it's. I get that. It's too difficult. Hey. And then, like I said, you're just picking. Let that boy color. Just Thank let you. him color. Exactly. Let him roll the dice. Exactly. He doesn't Mom, need to you know how the markers that are. You mad? You yeah. mad? Come on, don't be mad. Come on. Wow. Gave you a sharpie. There it is. The sneaker of the year 2021 list mm. finally complete. I think you know overall overall a good list. Overall the year felt pretty good to me. That you know if I could probably put it down to like my top 10 releases and everything yeah. else outside of that I wouldn't have even cared that much about. Fair enough. I don't know. We said it kind of in the last episode where it's like can't tell if it's just cuz we've been doing this, you know, for like 3 years now or like just yeah. getting older, but it's like some of the releases seem less exciting, but to that same point, you know, like Notre Dunks, uh, for mm. me, I'm, I'm in your Jordan threes, Bacons, Gundams, like when they hit for us, they hit for us. You know, they it's like hard. when we nerd out over something, we nerd out over something. Yeah. Can I hit you with a quick off the cuff best Ooh. of? Oh God. I'll go first. I'll buy you some time. It, it okay. won't take a lot of insider knowledge here. Just something I thought of, uh, and I don't want to do this a lot, but it's a trendy thing right now. Best Nike SB releases of the year. We'll, I guess we'll specifically oh, say dunks. People will come at me with like the Blazers. Gotta, there's you gotta, no way. You gotta look at a list of what? A hundred percent. I mean, I'm not gonna give you like uh, the. Here's, no, actually, no. Top of my head, mummy. Yeah. See, like mummy. that's the, top of my head. For me, top it's, head, it's mummy. mummies, camcorder dunks, Ooh. and uh, para. Para Dunk Lows that came out this year. Those three oh, for me, probably yeah. probably three of my favorite. I mean, Gundams Damn. were cool too. What was um, the uh, man? They were like almost like the like rusty brown or something like that. Not to I oh, they came out this uh, year. There was like a that. dark curry one, but I don't think that was Maybe. technically SB. I think that was just Nike Dunk. Oh, okay. Um, oh, specifically an SB. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking more so just specifically in that vein. You know? Okay. I mean, Ooh. This one, I remember, uh, I think this one came out. I don't know. But yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, I would say Mummies. Mummies and Camcorders would be up there for me, which, you know, never got the U.S. release, but another really good. We talked that one into the ground. That one was in, like, one of our rewind fast forwards. It was in a fast forward one month, and I think it'll rewind the next one. <laughs> hey, it was good is good. <laughs> uh, all right. There it is, man. It's It's bittersweet always, but... On that note, that is our final episode of season three. Um, for those of you keeping score at home, season three, episode 38, pretty good record. You know, not every week, but more yeah. than every other week. So, you know, hey. we, stayed, we stayed in there. Active. For everyone waiting for the next episode, I think we're going to take a little bit of a break to kind of, you know, regroup for season four, kind of retool, figure out what we want to do. Uh, we've got another interview that's already been filmed and is going to be coming out sometime in January. But, uh, I think as evident from these past couple of months, I don't want to get too brainstormy here, but from these past couple of months, I, I think you and I are more so aligned in like, let's not feel obligated to do an episode every week. If we don't have anything to talk about, let's just put out good content when we yeah have good mm-hmm. content, you know, no point putting out a lackluster episode that neither of us are excited about. Exactly. Yeah. But For everyone out there that, you know, made it through this whole episode, A, but like also this season, thank you for sticking around and listening. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a little informal season three retrospective, what to look forward to in season four. 
off the cuff. Maybe that'll come at you sometime soon. But Ooh. regardless, hope you all enjoyed season three as much as we did. A lot of milestones this this year. I think. Very fun. Very fun. Thank you all for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. Catch you all whenever the next one comes out. In the meantime, you can find us on Instagram at Shoe Podcast. You can find us online at ShoePodcast.com. Uh, if you want to join our Discord and, you know, get into the Sneaker of the Year discussion, we had a little bit of that uh, conversation going on over the past few weeks, talking to a lot of our members about their Sneakers of the Year. It's been a real fun time. Uh, not a cook group. Always got to put that out there. But if you want to join, hit our DMs on Instagram at Shoe Podcast for the link. We'll gladly send it your way. Uh, and wherever you listen to the show, make sure to leave that rating and review. We want to read them because it helps us know and it helps us grow. Mm. Last thing we got to do before we get out of here. Tanner Young, hit me with the review of the week. What do we got? I mean, the review of the year Ooh. at review- this point. Oh, jeez. The review of the year makes no it- pressure. No pressure. My God. Okay. Oh, well, let me tell you what. I've been using JB Weld for uh, ever. Yeah, it feels like my entire life. Uh, if you're if you're not into if you if you don't know what JB Weld is, it's essentially just a like a like super glue on steroids, essentially. Um, and uh, it's great if you ever gotta you know find stuff. Look, look up what you can do with JB Weld. It's great. But if you know JB Weld, um, they have these new. It's like this static mixer. Um, it's mm. basically a tip. Um, and, and basically is what you could do is you kind of just squeeze the JB weld like a syringe and you can literally watch the two components swirl in the tube and they come out already pre-mixed and you could literally just, cause that's kind of the downside of the JB weld. You got to put one compound, then yeah. you put the, the bind, you got to stir them together. I'll be honest. Smell. That's why I've never used it. And you've been talking my ear off about it since we lived in the apartment together. So it's been a yeah. while, but this is exciting oh, yeah. to me now. You got to stir it, then you maybe you use too much, and it's not great. So there's a static mixer tip that you can go, and then you could use it, and you just have to use a small amount. Downside, sure, you're gonna have oh. more. You may have more wasted product, but um, it's great for if you have to like apply it upside down, which I recently True. had to do. Um, it was great to apply that. Um, and it made quick work. I didn't have to mix anything. I didn't have to get any any other materials out. Um, and it's pretty cheap. It's only like two three dollars for like the tube and the mixers. Um, so if you're into JB Weld, I would look up the static mixers. It's a very cool, nice little thing just to have in your toolbox. If I understand correctly, it sounds like the peanut butter and jelly when they came in the tube together. Correct. It's exactly that's basically that's what it is. Okay, I could have saved us all yeah. a lot of time there, but you know, I'm no, the closer. No. Yeah, bring, me hey, bring me hey, in. Bring me home. Bring me home. All right. To that point, man. Wrap it up a season. Always a big note here. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Mm, Not only mm. to another episode, but to another season of State of the Shunion. As we said earlier, we'll be back sometime soon with another one. Y'all just hang in there. In the meantime, have a happy new year. Here's to hoping. Uh, 2022 is even better for you than 2021 was always as always. I'm your co-host Ryan Landry and I'm your co-host Tanner Young later skaters. Love y'all.